dramatic analysis of Bridesmaids, recorded November 9, 2021, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we're going to do an analysis of Bridesmaids. And so if Jim lets let me share the screen, I will bring up, well, let me make sure I have it up. Yep, I do. <laughs> I'll bring up Dramatica's overview page. And I put in uh, the little IMDB log line. Competition between a maid of honor and a bridesmaid over who the bride's best friend threatens to upend the life of an out of work pastry chef. And uh, then I also put in, in the synopsis for the overall story, I just put in the, the major characters, Annie, the maid of honor or dishonor, uh, Lily is the bride, Helen, the rich bridesmaid, Megan, the sister-in-law, Rhodes, the policeman, and Ted is Annie's sex partner. Um, I mean, they're the moms in there and other characters, but those are the major characters. So uh, anybody want to um, condense the, uh, describe the overall story through line? Start off doing that. <laughs> Don't all jump at once. I know. <laughs> Like uh, the com the competing best friends for the maid of honor spot in the wedding or during the engagement period for a wedding. Sure, that's fine. I'd take uh, bridesmaids, uh, competing bridesmaids for maid of honor. Um, I mean, they're, it, it's, I don't know that they're, well, okay, all right, I'll put best friends. I'm not sure that that's, it's not really accurate, but it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's as accurate. Are you um, saying they compete to be maid of honor? Is that what you're saying here? Well, it's, it's the maid of honor and a bridesmaid compete to compete for the best friends, best friend position. Well, that's okay. Um, but so that, all right, competing bridesmaids, uh, I, I think, okay. Competing bridesmaids, um, uh, make a chaotic yeah. <laughs> um, wedding, make, make, uh, make wedding planning, uh, whatever, um, wedding, what do you call that whole process? I mean, not only wedding the planning, wedding planning process. Yeah, planning yeah. or rituals. I'm not, or I, mean, I don't know. You just call yeah, it girl, events. Girl I mean, club. events is really general, but that's actually what it is called. I oh, think. yeah, wedding events. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, who do we have as our main character? Who's the character through whose eyes the audience experiences the story? Annie. 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 Any, any, is that everybody pretty okay with just Annie on that list? Yeah. Okay. Good. 
All right, how about our influence character or characters? Who do we have that might fall into that category? Not Annie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not Annie. <laughs> Who are the top contenders for the not Annie position? Um, I, I think it's Helen is the number one choice for me. Okay. Would it be a trade-off? It could yeah, be. Rhodes, the police officer uh, in love interest. Okay. And then also Lillian. A Lily? Yeah, is Lillian. Yeah. Oh, you called her Lily. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's what it is in the credits. I know they. Yeah. Okay. I oh. think that's what it is, or I, or I wrote it down wrong, which is just possibly as likely. Um, you think, uh, okay. All right. So any, any others uh, that are, would you say that would be major contenders? Not, not someone who might have a line or two that might act as that, but nope. Okay. So, um, so what is the nature of the relationship that we're looking at between Annie and these characters or any one of them or any two or three of them? How do you see if you're going to if you're arguing for a handoff, then what is it that is similar that describes their, the nature of the relationship? And if you only think it's one in particular, then what is the nature of the relationship? Uh, I think for Helen and Annie, between Helen and Annie, it's it's enemies. That's where I would just sort of land on. Enemies or competitors? I guess, yeah, competitors. It's better. I put rivals, but is that rivals? a requirement? Yeah. Rivals sounds, because rivals implies that they're, the well, same thing with competitors, they're, they're going going after the same thing all right so so roads i think it's a romantic relationship and i don't think that that um hands off well with the friendship relationships the mary mccarthy character was an effective handoff well may that's megan yeah megan megan pops in for i think a scene as a sort of as an influence character um, but I'm not sure that she represents that anything except in that one scene where she's, you know, where um, that one Annie, scene, that's what I'm seeking hand off. Yeah. yeah. Annie's on the couch feeling sorry for herself at her mom's place. Mm -hmm. And that's when uh, Megan comes in and, and advertises that she's that. healing. Right. <laughs> Well, and I mean, you know, Megan, it's a, it's, it sets it up with Megan talking about her healing in the, in the introduction, in her introduction, where she says that, you know, she'd fallen off the cruise ship and fell down the stairs and she is, she's on the mend. So, I mean, they kind of do set that up. So it doesn't just completely come out of the blue, but um, so definitely um, you know, that's, I'd say Megan and Lily fit in the sort of the friends side of things. Mm -hmm. um, so. Isn't that. Now, hmm? 
isn't that mostly OS? Um, like the friends are all getting like getting together for this event planning wedding stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think so. But but the the Megan part, I don't. I mean, it it may it may be that, or it might just be a main character moment. You know, it might just be a way for us to to get in and to see what's going on with Annie without her talking about herself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So just just as a means for us to get inside her head, so to speak. Right, because um, Megan in that scene just sort of shows up and says, she just contradicts her. She's not really pushing her. Right, Even though she says, I am a friend and you're saying you have no friends. It's, right. It doesn't feel like she's really pushing, really her, pushing her that way. Right. So. Dragging her out of self-pity. Pardon me, Prish, what was that? Dragging her out of self-pity. Yeah, just slap on the side of the head. That's exactly why I think it's not a huge impact moment because the self-pity is it's still the same thematics that Annie's character is dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'd say it might be a main character thing, not not the... Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, so uh, then how do we... then? Okay, and then with Rhodes, we said it was um, romantic. Yeah. And so does that, is that, how does that fit in with the story and with um, a subjective story, you know, the relationship as opposed to the rivals? The rivals very clearly fits in the overall story. Um, The romantic one sort of stands out in terms of it being Annie and you know, exclusively Annie and and Rhodes, um, but I'm just I'm throwing that out there. I'm not not making a conclusion. I'm just sort of pointing that out. What was the question again, Chris? It was like some something like how does the romantic relationship impact her as a main character? I I lost the question. No, I didn't. I didn't actually pose a question. I was just saying that we have Rhodes and Annie are. When the two, when we're when we're looking at Rhodes and Annie, it has a completely different feel than the the rivaling bridesmaids, right? Yep. And the 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 it seems to me that the one where the one that's tied to Annie's change seems or, or it's a, you know growth healing whatever seems to be closely more closely related to Rhodes than it does to to Helen yeah I agree um, yeah I mean I think we see that in how she is with Ted and then how she is with um, yeah. Chris O'Dowd right and in fact and, you see you, you get it's kind of like um we see the reaction, we see a little bit closer to what before the story, before the wedding is announced, we see her relationship with Lily is, is akin to the relationship she has with Rhodes. Although- yeah, you can just be her authentic yeah. self. Right, but Lily doesn't push her at all. And Rose yeah. is like, I'm not putting up with your shit. Exactly. Or, and then he starts putting up with it. <laughs> 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 
right? <laughs> but yeah. but he does so, and then he but he, he when he when he says okay, there's a limit, he really does pull back. Um, as does you know Lily does too, but her at that point she's really just all in in bridezilla mode or bride mode, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean I think that the the there's a the competitor of Helen is the kind of com- the competition. I think that is just like that is the overall story. I mean, yeah, it just takes over the driving force of the overall story. It's yeah. and it's not doesn't have any sort of the emotional. I mean, there's a lot of emotion, but there's not. We don't feel the emotion of it. We see the emotion. Whereas when we see her dumping on roads. We, you know, we feel bad for that and we want her to, you know, be better and we can understand why she feels, you know, bad about it and how it, and and how it, you know, starts to get her back into baking, which is where we know that she used to be and really used to enjoy it. Um, And Helen doesn't have any effect on that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it's so it seems that Rhodes is probably the influence character with the periods he's gone, either a scene with Helen or with Lily or with uh, whomever might, might come in to sort of announce some sort of influence character position, but it doesn't seem like um, they really play really strong um, influence characters. Are we are we okay with that? Yeah, my question for Lily for the Lily side of things is it felt like in that even in that first scene, she's like, you deserve forever love. Like she believes in romantic love. Obviously, she's getting married. So I felt like that was like her choice to get married, um, which obviously separates them to a degree, and that's what the whole movie is about. Um it ends up like it, that choice pushes uh, pushes Annie to then have to start like dealing with that side of of like how jaded she is, right? Uh, and then it feels like the guy comes along. Well, that's what the I mean. That's what the story. That's that's where the story starts. That's why all these things happen right at the beginning of the story is because that's you know you set up how things are how she's coasting and, you know, she's really not a very, she's not doing well. (laughs) Even before anything else happens, she's already in a place where she's not doing well. And then this really shifts, you know, the one area that she had sort of safety was her friendship, you know, with her best friend as single women. Mm -hmm. And then that is gone. And so now, she doesn't even have that, you know? mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, even her single roommate has his sister living there, so. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and, and her personal job of selling the wedding rings to people that- Yeah. <laughs> love and- yes, definitely um, a nice job if you're, the you know yeah. not for the kind of person yeah. she is it's like the position she's in it's like no no that's not gonna that's not good yeah. okay show me, show me your forever face 
Yes. <laughs> like a, an yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's go to the theme browser. Oh, actually, before we do that, let's go to the let's answer some of the character dynamics because I think those might be a little easier. Uh, main character resolve change or steadfast. Does um, our main character change her paradigm, or does she pr pretty much stay steadfast and hold you know hold the line that she's always had? And then, and how do we know? I think she changes. She goes from being really jaded and uh, underwhelmed by everything in life, but especially uh, romance, to um, giving it a chance and letting love in. Okay. Is everybody okay with that? Yes. Yeah. I think it's interesting that she also seems to give it up in phases. Like she gives up Ted, <laughs> she starts baking. It's like, it's not a thing. It's like a bunch of like flips. Yeah, so which it's, is it's a process, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, she's sort of leveling. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Um, let's answer, I, I know I don't normally do this, but let's answer the um, main character growth question. Is she a stop character or a start character? So does she need to grow out of a out of bad behavior or grow into good behavior? This is a stop character. I think she's stop. And she's we stop. know that bad behavior. Because this well, is a cringeworthy moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, give some yeah. examples. She has to stop calling John uh, Hamm at night. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> She needs to control herself and not break the cookie and destroy the chocolate fountain. Right. <laughs> or what about the the? I think also she the baking is this huge hole in her heart. You know when when she won't do the baking to stay with Rhodes. Okay, so that's an argument on her shoulder. Oh. That would be an argument yeah, you... for start, not an argument for stop. Yeah, I think you mean chip oh, on her shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. I'm just gonna get everything wrong tonight. That's okay. No, it's, you're not wrong. It's, 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 but it's remember, we're looking, looking for where the conflict is coming, not conflict resolution. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so she, for instance, you know, when she picks up the microphone and gives the speech, and then she feels like she's being challenged <laughs> and. Uh -huh. You know, and uh, Helen does her little thing, and then she has to one up her, and then they both are basically doing the same kind of behavior. Um, it's I think that's definitely a moment where it's like, okay, stop, stop, stop. You got to just let it go. Stop. <laughs> or even and, when even when she's drunk, drunk on the airplane. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, it's well, just her. She she's got this bad behavior. She just needs to stop. Okay, um, I don't. I, I let's. I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to choose it because I don't want everything to be picked really quickly in the domains. But I just wanted to to run by that because this is one of those movies where at least it appears to be pretty darn strong. Um, may not be, 
I mean, it may, it may be one where the behavior, the personal side is that, you know, she's got all this bad behavior, but what she really needs to do is start stepping up, but eh, it feels really stoppish. Okay. It's not one growth is my weakness. So I, yeah. I will, uh, I always have a blind spot to that. Main character approach, doer or beer, and how do we know? Some give some examples. So does she prefer to resolve things by, person, you know, her preference as, by acting out or by um, changing her herself and her behavior? I think she's a doer. And examples of this we see is climbing the fence to get out of John Hamm's residence. Um, we see it in, in um, uh, the way that she reacts with, with the mic. Um, we also see it in the way that she reacts um, when, when she's upset at, at, at the bridal shower, I think, no, mm -hmm. an engagement, engagement party where she breaks the cookie and stabs the Eiffel Tower and, and tries to s get rid of the chocolate fountain. Um, and when she is confronted by Officer Rhodes about what she needs to do, um, she ends up baking to, to change herself. Okay, excellent. And, and, and sort of, they just throw in the baby carrot thing where she tosses the baby carrot. I feel like sure. that's a, oh, yeah. A moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, again, I mean, yeah. large and small, her preference is to do something rather than. Well, then, well, then he, he, uh, he, like, at first doesn't pick it up and then eventually picks it up because he feels bad about it, which I feel like is sort of beerish. Nick, I was wondering if climbing over the fence was actually a beer moment. It was so early before we knew because that's also felt very much like you know, I'm going to adapt to what's here. I'm just going to climb over the fence because that's the only, I, instead of going back and asking him to open a gate or something like that. That would be, no, but going, going and asking would be more of a beer thing. Really? I'll suck it up. All night, I'm going to be wrong. No, no, but it'd be, I, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to internalize it all and have somebody, have someone do it for me. Whereas climbing over the fence is definitely, you know, there's an environment. Yeah, it's change. You know, it's changing, uh, working with the environment as opposed to trying to get it to accommodate. Just so happens that then it opens up, but that's just the the humor of it. Mm. I mean, if she walked up and started pounding on it and kicking it, that would also be a way to as a doer. But um, right. But okay. you know, and and uh, even the very first thing she gets up. Makeup. You know, does the makeup and all that stuff and then pretends that she's asleep. But that's that's kind of like, okay, I'm going to pretend like I'm a beer, but I'm going to do all this stuff <laughs> to make and it look about, like I'm a beer. And how about the cookie when she goes after the cookie and demolishes it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, her preference, I think, is, is a, a doer thing. Um, and main character problem solving style. So a linear or holistic thinker and how do we know? Do we have an, do you have a strong opinion about 
Either way. I think she's linear. I mean, just the way she tries to get his attention at the end, Rhodes' attention at the end. If I break all these rules, then he will pay attention to me. Felt very, very linear. And keep driving back to see about the cake in the yard. Not yeah, if I make him a cake it. and leave it for him, yeah. then he will like me. And keeps driving yeah. back to the same cake. It was the same cake because he talked about how he had to fight off the, <laughs> the, the raccoons. So we knew yeah. it was the same cake. Or like when okay. she asked, when she asks her mom to be her uh, plus one, it's like, you know, she's like, oh, there's a hole I gotta fill it. There's a hole I have to fill it. How yeah, it's linear. Yeah, so I mean, it's I think it's because like the um, it's like the the I've got to I've got to deal with this um take you know this this step I guess I feel like it's like a I guess I'm not saying it wrong there's some um, like oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead I think go ahead, I may Jordan. understand what you're saying um it's like she things are happening to her and she's not happening to them so she's sort of just like ah the next thing keeps just like hitting her but it I don't know if that's what you mean Brian yeah I mean I think that's part of it it's it's also just like um the next step is to have a plus one so you know she doesn't want to go ask the guy so she's going to go ask her mom and then i'm i'm not sure i understand it's, an, it's quite as an example but but you're also okay. on, on board with linear yep mm -hmm. okay all right story driver i'm going to shift gears and go into sort of the plot related so out of the main character into the overall story Driver, do actions drive decisions or do decisions drive actions? And how do we know? I think I think actions drive decisions. I think the first, I think the first action is the engagement ring. Yep. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and then I think the action of her her acting out of the plane feels like an action that diverts the movie debt to land. The, the plane landing feels like a diversion that leads to her getting um, kicked um, out of the wedding. Yeah. So that I, I think that's the midpoint. I, I think yep. there was also an action when she sees Helen. Helen turns and they see each other. And that's just the end of the game between the two of them. Or the start of the games. Um, um, at, at, I think that's right. And those are only like 13 minutes uh, apart, which is so interesting. Yeah, I think right? that's totally right. I think it's more like the poisoned meat uh, for the first act turn. What? So, like, so the poisoned meat at the Brazilian place that causes all the poisons right. to ensue. What's I mean, the? That's what, about. That's about the half an hour mark. Well, the, well, the what question force. What decision does that force? Um, let's see. So, um, it forces the choosing of the dress because everyone runs off yeah. to like spew and whatnot, and then the woman to resolve the 
trouble with the store clerk. Uh, like, we'll take, you know, six of these. I'm so sorry. They would have gotten those anyway, though, maybe, but. It, it yeah. also leads to the Vegas and cabin stuff, too, because, like, it's, you know, evidence of her bad planning. Hmm. Right, but the, but the, the fact that they get, that they land in whatever, that's, that is definitely an action. That changes, that does change. That's a big, that's a clearly a big one. Well, what yeah, else? That's the, mid, that's the yes. mid point, I think. Yeah. Well, I think, I think um, her breakdown and destruction of the, uh, the party, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that was definitely kind of all sorts of decisions were made after that. You know, yep. because of that action, it was definitely it did not seem at all to be deliberated. It seemed to be pretty spontaneous, and and that that caused her to get yep. you know yep. kicked out of the wedding. And and then you have the wedding as the final one. I, my, I have a question and then, on and then the dis and then no, you have the disappearance. The disappearance, you know, our, her best friend much, right? disappears. The bride disappears. Suddenly, that's the climax. Pardon? Right. That's the climax, right? Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. But that that yeah. then resolves everything else out because sure. she has yeah. to. She decides she's going to have to, you know, talk to her old boyfriend, you know, and do whatever she can to get his attention. And uh, so I think that does seem to be about right. Yeah, and it's just all a fairy tale, right? Aren't fairy tales actions? Um, no, I don't know that they have to be. No. I, I mean, and and I, I it's it, this. I don't think is. I mean, it's a pretty simple story, but I'm not sure it would be a fairy tale. Um, okay, the limit time lock. Are me? Chris, there's one one quick question. So at the midpoint, Annie asks Rhodes out. Um, and as well. Annie what? So Annie asks Rhodes out. She drives up, sees him in the car, and says, "Hey, do you want to hang out together?" Um, it's right around the. It's right after the um, Marshall uh, chases. It's, it's right after she gets. Uh, they get out of the airport or whatever. It's, so it's around the same time. I was just okay. curious if if the Annie asking Rhodes out. Um, you know, is is that um, is that driver worthy, or is that just in the? No, I mean that's where the this is that's essentially kind of like in the middle of an act, right? No, no, it's like right after the. It's right. It's right at the same time, basically, as the. It's right after the the uh, they land and she gets escorted in the airport. Right. So that's the action. So then there's some decisions that get made. So she decides to ask, ask him out. Okay. That's what I was wanting to know. You know, it, otherwise they'd be in Las Vegas and, <laughs> you know, the, the story would be going in a completely different direction. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, the limit time lock or option lock, if it's a, an option lock or a time lock, what, how do we know what, what are the, what is the deadline for a time lock or what are the options for an option lock? Well, is there a time lock? I don't no. think so. No. I mean, Wedding I, well, day? 
Well, wedding day happens when? We don't know. Right. So it's not a time lock. <laughs> right. exactly. That's a condition. Or that's a, that's a, there's no date associated yeah. with it. A time lock is, is, is literally time. Okay. So option lock. So what are the options? Is it, is it all the ways to um, handle the, the, the right, the right, the best friend rivalry? So it's like the like. No, isn't it more basic than that? Doesn't it have a lot more to do with? There are only there are a certain number of events before between the in, the engagement and the the wedding. Isn't that right? There are certain. There's the engagement party. There's the huh? Right. Yeah, sure. So ahead. in a sense, yeah, you're saying you this have. is like. So in a sense, you're saying like this is a natural sequence. A yeah. natural progression. You, have, right. you start with the engagement part. You start with the asking. Then you do the engagement part. The the engagement party. Then you do the bridal shower. You do the fittings. Dot dot dot. Yeah, exactly. So you've got a, it's kind of it's the equivalent. Ooh. It's 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 like a you know New York to L A type of a thing, except you've just got okay, we've got X number of events, and once you've gone through all of those, you're they're either going to get married or not, and she'll have you know. <laughs> Because it's really about, I mean, really, it's about a wedding. It's about this couple getting married, but the the conflict is coming from you know this this uh, right this rivalry between these two, um, the the maid of dishonor and and the um, another bridesmaid who wants to be the maid of dishonor. So what's the last option then of the four? Because the, I can count the events for the first three, but then the last one. Hell, or um, Lillian um, has. Well, the last one, remember, to... the last one is when she she runs away because she's right. it's her, it's the last opportunity to be single, and she's not sure she you know she wants to get married, but she disappears, and so you've got to get them actually to the to get the the bride to the wedding to the altar. Yeah. To, well, all right. <laughs> which is at the wedding (laughs) (laughs) but so the last one is when she disappears so she's not available for the for the wedding until she's found and so what you know once they found her they either get married or they don't you know it either works out that works out or it doesn't but that's that's the last one that's the last option before the climax, right? Okay. So, are, uh, yes. I have a question. Um, are you know are the story limits? Do they tend to have conflict or push things forward or back? You know, add tension, or do they take away tension? I mean, limit usually adds tension in my mind. Well, but like. It, it adds tension in the sense that you have a limited amount of something mm-hmm. and as you burn through it and the conflict still remains, you have less things to try to re- resolve the conflict and that tends to create more tension. <laughs> because I feel like the, so is there a reason why it wouldn't be the, the bridesmaids themselves 
Um, yeah. Because it, I know it, they're not each disappearing one by one, but the they they do both kind of fall apart. Right. Because the story isn't over. That's that's why it keep, that's why it keeps on going. It feels like it still needs to keep okay. going. She, the main character, kind of falls out of it, but the overall story still goes on. And it would feel really weird if you get this phone call. Oh, the wedding was great, and and you know, it's like the story would go. Wait, we, the, you mean the whole setup was just you know a MacGuffin, just an excuse to get all these things happening? Like, no, no, it's actually it's much more important than that. It's also that last option lock is what brings her Annie, our main character, back into the whole, into the main story. Yeah. And so so okay. it's not really, but it, so it's not really over until um, Annie um, accepts Helen and um, into like, with a, like a, a triplet with Lil, with Lillian, right? Yeah, okay. that's where the, over, the overall story isn't on. over until the wedding is done. Until they're married, right? That's that's the, that's what's set up in the beginning. I have a wedding ring. That's where it starts, and it ends with a marriage, right? That's where the overall story is. The pre, you know, one of the prerequisites, or is I have you have to have a maid of honor. You know, they, so there's all sorts of parts of requirements that you know that that they set up to do that. But really, the overall story is framed by the wedding, you know, getting married from engagement through um, marriage. Well, it's the, it's the wedding going off without a hitch in the end, right? No, no, that would that would be a good or bad type of a thing. That, that wouldn't be what it's it, you're, you're putting. It's so then that's they need to I'm get asking. married, you know. OK, so. Got it. So, so then, that means when you talk about an outcome, it either is something that happens or it doesn't. It's not a, it's not a, there is no, um, you know, did it happen well or poorly or too much or not enough? You know, it's just this, that the, the question of the outcome is really just the binary. Did it, did the, was the goal achieved or not? Period. All sorts of the other, um, Static plot points are going to mitigate how it feels and whether or not it's, you know, how much of a success or how much of a failure and the positives and negatives that come along with it. But, but the outcome is just whether or not that, that goal yeah. is great. So then what's the beat at the, so the beat where Helen and, and Annie uh, speak after the wedding, are you saying that's just the judgment or? Um, My guess is that we're we'll probably yeah. be in the judgment area. Okay. Um, because you know, did you have to have, from a from a logistical point of view? Did you have to have that conversation? No. But there was a lot of there were there was a lot of sort of angst sort of hanging out there, and that that particular conversation seemed to address that right. I mean, that's sort of the purpose of that conversation. At least it would seem to me. So as far as the outcome goes, success or failure? Success. Success. 
because they got married. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And our main character got the man. Oh, no, that's judgment. That, that's the good part. <laughs> well, that, that, that and, and good or bad. Right. Well, I think it's, but now this is what's interesting. I think that the, right. if you look at the, she got the man. So we know from a personal perspective, it was good. But beyond that, I mean, you have these other emotional things that are out there that are also sort of hanging out that are part of the part of the story, that part of the narrative. Helen being one of them. And that also, how did that hang, how did that resolve out? That resolved out well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ma, the potential for mom finding someone, that sort of is a that's not resolved, but that's sort of you see that direction going. So all these little things, not cumulatively, and the main character specifically tell us it ends up with a judgment of good. Right. So we have a comedy with a happy ending, you know, shock. Um, <laughs> it, it's, you know, you can anticipate that, but you see the, how it is actually, it, it shows up that way and it, it is um, illustrated. All right. Any questions so far? All right. And Jim, did you see the movie again? Yes. Okay. Because I want you to um, participate in this next section, if you will. <laughs> okay. No, I do, because it's it's one of these things where I think that um, I have a very strong opinion, and I don't want to to lead lead it the way I was thinking about, just because I have no idea if I'm accurate on it. I've actually had several ideas that I'm not sure, but um, so where do we see, where do we see the overall story? I'd like to start there. Anybody have a a thought? The activity. Okay, and and, uh, any particular reason? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a general, it's, there's just a ton of activities and wedding is a particular activity in our culture. That is something that even the way we were describing, um, you know, the limit, it's just a, it's a bunch of events um, that a bunch of people are going through and it's causing a bunch of chaos for everyone. Okay. I see it in the situation and that situation is um, the presence of a very wealthy, pushy bridesmaid in the world of people who don't have that much money. Well, isn't isn't for the most part uh, Annie the only one who doesn't seem to have a lot of money? Yeah. Yes, and I think the father that, keeps saying I, he can't afford it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Right, and the father, but, but on the other hand, the father the, belongs to the country club. But yeah, the rich dads are always the ones who say that. Yeah, but does he really not have money? Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, anyway, that was, but it's also that um, my other thought on this, this gets back to why I really thought one of the reasons I thought Helen was the 
um, impact character is I just think that maybe the maybe the because without the reason I say that is without Helen, a lot of these problems don't happen. Um, but maybe it's because Helen's really pushy and it's really all in mind. But I don't think that's where we're going to end up. So, I mean, I, th I think Helen's the antagonist. So, I like, think that it's true that the OS wouldn't happen without her. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's your take on this, Jim? Uh, I actually, I don't have a strong, this is like one of the ones where it's like, I'm not quite sure hundred um, percent. If I had to guess, I would have said is it, um, objective story in physics and main character universe. Okay. But I, I, I want to know more of the other stuff. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Doing bridesmaid activities, right? Yeah, I mean, I always, I really like this film and I've seen it a couple times, um, but there's always something that's not quite there, but I'm not sure what that is. So I'm hoping I'll hear it in somebody else's, <laughs> what somebody else says. Um, I, and I, I had the same problem. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> that's why uh, I want uh, you to put your two cents in worth. Now, one of the things that you might, we, I think, I think it's important to think about is that the this is a comedy and it's a full-on comedy for the most part. And mm -hmm. so if you think mm -hmm. of if you think of the overall story as a physical comedy, I mean it's pretty descriptive of an awful lot, not all, but an awful lot of what goes on. The problem is there's also a lot of a lot of attribution error type comedy in it too there's a lot of you know of the psychology part and it's not exclusively a main influence relationship issue or a relationship now if you expand relationship out of being just main and influence character but just talking about relationships then that fits pretty well just not it's as a as a, a domain exploring sort of relationships as opposed to exploring the overall story i think it it the psychology domain does work for that because there's just so much every single relationship in this practically there's some weird ass manipulation going on psychological just just you know craziness um, but, and, and, and also you see that with the, two, with Annie and, and Rhodes, I mean, there's definitely a lot of it there too. So I'm not, not excluding them, but, you know, it would explain a lot of the Helen part, which is the yeah. part that I had, it, which doesn't, she does not fit as a foil for Annie from Annie's it, well, except for things like money, you know, that part, yeah. that, that, that part, it does push, it, it does push against, you know, well, where it, Annie would be, you know, her, her well, it, being somewhat poor. So. Well, it, 
And Chris, did you notice the scene? I think it, it the scene where uh, Annie and Helen are uh, talking about whether or not they change or not. And it's almost like they give a speech about what it means to be an objective character. Like, you know, do we really change? Well, no, not really. You know, it's almost like to me, it was like seeing the, the you and I are both alike. Well, the, it was a you and I, but they weren't. Yeah. It wasn't the you and I having. It, yes, it was the you and I conversation without it being the main and influenced character. So it's kind of like, yeah, we're, but we, we, yeah. yeah. There's another one later too, when they were in the car and it was all about yeah. Oh, and having friends. Yeah. yeah, that was the one I was thinking of actually. Yeah. Um, and it, and, and they, they weren't really, they weren't really at all the same. I mean, it was, to me, it was more like that, ghost character or whatever you want to call it that I keep every once in a while I see that's the here's here's what I would be if I kept on going down the same path you know that 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 character I don't know we dramatically doesn't have a term for it but it's that it's the one who's sort of like the oh if I I'm a change character I'm but if I was a steadfast yeah. character this is where I would be yeah and that's she that's probably. kind of what Helen represents to to her <laughs> Um, the crutch you know, character. It's like, okay, <laughs> looks. She's she's alone as well, but she's you know she ha she has everything, but she doesn't have any any one. And that's very you know in that sense, she's very much like. She's very much. She very much. I wouldn't say like. She almost is. Um, Annie, not the other way around you know she's not the foil for annie she's sort of that reflection of Annie. Mm -hmm. um and again i don't know i don't know structurally how that fits but you know every every once in a while usually you know we'll we'll see that character pop up usually it's just a scene or a moment in the scene where you see that character but you don't have that character like occupying the same space because it really does sort of push out the other character. There's sort of like two characters with the same function in the same place, which is why they yeah. make sense that they're sort of vying for the same position. I think that's why it was so funny. It's like, um, I'm an objective character. Oh, you're an objective character too. Um, yeah. Right, like we don't change, right? Yeah. So I see that whole conversation is a discussion about what change means, where it was like, we change. No, we don't. We grow, but we're because we're the same people. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is explaining the change arc that no one can figure out if they don't know Dramatica." <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, right. it is very yeah, exactly. much an explanation of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. If, like if the antagonist wins, then the consequence will happen, but it's not going to. So, um, I mean. If it is, a, I mean, if essentially to what happens is then you, that puts our Annie, if she was a situation, then she's in a situation comedy. You know, she's sort of stuck. And things that happen are because she's stuck. Like, oh, look, we're in a exceedingly expensive place to buy things and she doesn't have any money. You know, oh, that puts her in a really, you know, uncomfortable position with regards to that. Or, you know, she wants, she'll pay for things that are cheap because, you know, and then, then you've got right. um, yeah. 
and like Brazilian meat. Right. That's, I mean, the thing is like a lot of it is like that. It's the Brazilian meat. It's the, she's the one person not in first class. It's the, it's the wealthy, um, it's the expensive dresses. It's the shitty car. Like, Mm -hmm. so I know that like, it's one thing to say like, oh, her domain is she's poor. No, no, no. But it's all of those things. Right. So much of the comedy was, was this universe doesn't work for Annie. Yes. Yeah, right. But exactly. that, but that's, but it's, that's the Annie universe. But, the, but when you bring, but literally when you bring anybody else into the scenes, then it's all activity, you know, her interacting yeah. uh, in first class, that's all activity. Mm-hmm. As opposed to her sitting in the back being, you know, having this nutcase next to her telling her, you know, there were, everybody's going to die. You know, so it's, it, it's sort of like her on her own is situation comedy, but her with friends or anybody else becomes, you know, a physical comedy, her drunk, all that. That's all when she's yeah. with her friends. Um, them, uh, you know, having problems um, digesting the Brazilian beef or whatever it was. You know, that's all the, that's, you know, like really gross physical comedy, but it is definitely a physical comedy. That her, you know, the wedding, her, her going ballistic at the wedding, you know, that's all physical comedy. That's not, it's not situational comedy. Yeah. But the, I think her, go ahead. I was just to say, I think her personal problem, it, like being poor, is part of it, but it's also that her, her life's, you know, uh, gone downhill and it's kind of like people are starting to leave her behind. Well, that's where it starts. <laughs> she's, yeah. the, she's already in that position. She only has, she only has yeah. she's, she's living in a place that she can't afford. She's, she's um, at a job that she couldn't get herself. <laughs> and, and the only way she's staying in it because the, the owner knows her mother. Uh, you know, so she, all of these she's things in- are, are pre-existing before the movie even begins. And as she just keeps on making it worse. She's losing her best friend, right? Or she's losing her. I mean, she's, she's essentially, she's no longer single. She's the only one that's single now. Mm-hmm. You know, and. It, is a lack of belonging basically a situation? As a lack, well? of, lack of what? So being stuck somewhere is what I think of as a situation. And she's stuck in it because she's got a lifelong commitment to her best friend but mm. she also feels like so she also just doesn't really belong anywhere except that she does she just doesn't act like it until the very end <laughs> like no, she doesn't accept it no a lifelong commitment isn't remember the situation is an external situation so a commitment oh. is not an external issue whereas okay. she is she is Unemployed. Um, she is poor. <laughs> she basically has little to no money, no no funds whatsoever. That's her situation. Well, well but she's in fantasy land. She's like, I uh, think she has men all figured out and as well, right? Like, I don't think she thinks like, that. I don't think she thinks that at all. I mean, uh, honestly, I, mean, the, I the, the, okay. I mean. 
No, she. That's what she argues with Rose. That's the text of the script. She's like, I know who you are. (laughs) Like, just don't quit messing around with me. Like, Rose, like, I know what you're just a guy who does what guys do always. And, you know, like, she does go off about that. I like that lack of belonging as a situation. I like those words, lack of belonging for her. Now, I have a question then, if that's, she's a situation character, how does fixed attitude challenge her? And this, we can start with Rhodes or um, even see if there's any, let's let's first start with Rhodes and then we can even think about Helen if if we want to, but how does Rhodes fit there, fit that? Well, he he believes in romantic love and she's just, doesn't for quite a long time until she until she gives in to him basically okay that's a that's pretty specific that's good and you can see how that's how significantly different that is than where helen what helen represents but so many of her scenes when it's just her and helen are just arguments back and forth over a fixed point. We change, we don't change. Um, there was a, there's a second one later that's almost as big as that. Um, I think the most annoying thing about the two of them is that they're incredibly intense, but they're not arguing about anything because they're both so similar. Like they're just, if they both, they want the same position, uh, but they both belong there in their own respective roles anyway. So it feels like the two of them, it just feels like a lot of chaos for no reason, which is why it's so silly. Or maybe forming a team. Well, I mean, if you look over in the psychology domain, you know, you've got the developing a plan, you know, the planning stuff, which of course, I think you definitely have Helen in that area, you know, changing one's nature, you know, playing a role, conceiving an idea, all of those fit really well with where Helen gets into fights with, um, yeah. uh, with Annie. Annie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think she, it, it does feel like, like that conversation seems to be, be strong. Um, it's funny because I think Rhodes does some of that not as strong, whereas I think Rhodes is really strong as an influence character. You know, he has, a, I think if we looked at the romantic scenes, you'd probably see much more of that, much more um, of the psychology going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, is, is Rhodes, Rhodes has one really big fixed attitude, which is you have to bake. Well, yes, because he he knows that she's phenomenal at it, and he thinks that that he absolutely believes that she needs to do that again. Because I think I think it's a way to, that he sees that she feels that she's a failure because you know her she lost her shop, and he sees he thinks that um, baking will in many ways represent. The best of her and if she bakes that she'll be able to um 
sort of get back to that. Mm -hmm. Be less triggered. Pardon? She would be less triggered if she was baking. Well, she'll just be, she'll be happy. You know, mm -hmm. I think he just sees that she's lost her way and, and, and he really likes her. He thinks she's funny, et cetera, et cetera. But I think, you know, as an influence character, I think it's, you know, the, the argument being, look, you know, stop focusing on your situation. And if you mm -hmm. get the right attitude, you know, go explore that thing you love. You love, you love cooking. Like go back, you go back and find that joy. In a sense, it's like play to your strength. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's like get out of your, your physical world and go get back into your head a little bit, you know, and what you love. You know, and I think that, that that is, in fact, probably it's a really close thing, pretty much what he says. Um, you know, and he also, he just sort of says that he, that's the way he sees, you know, he, that's like him talking. It's not necessarily an argument that he's making to her, but that's sort of his position. That's what I'm saying is, as opposed to what's in the relationship domain, that seems to be more mm -hmm. the, you know, the influence character domain. Um, yeah. So I, I think, are we okay with this arrangement? Um, with activity being the overall story, our main character being in situation. I mean, that also would make it a stop yeah. story. So, which we already pretty much thought it was. Uh, are we okay with that guys? Mm -hmm. yes. yes okay yes uh, so, all right so um now we get to do the the uh concerns any thoughts <laughs> 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 I mean, well, yeah. no, I, well, I, 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 this is the one I did have one thought, but I'll let you guys go and let's, let's see if we end up there or not. And then I can see what I, you know, what I think. Well, I think Annie's definitely dealing with how things are changing. Okay. I mean, well, she's going to deal with all of them. Obviously, we hear about her past. I mean, in the future and the present, mm -hmm. changing. But you think that she's she sees things getting worse? Yep. Is that what she's focusing yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then she's weirdly like, like she's self sabotaging to like cope with it, and then it gets even worse. So, I think that's where some of the comedy comes in. <laughs> she makes it worse. Mm -hmm. um okay so how so how does that show up in our um influence character impulsive responses or playing a role as as a shared as a concern i mean you see in the activity domain you see understanding doing you see all of those happen a lot. Yeah. That's really mm -hmm. 
the doing seems to um, make sense to me because the the uh, it's just all the sort of infighting that and fighting that or what are they fighting over? I think Dad. it's mostly for that that best friend spot. You know, like I, th I could go through, you know, like in the beginning, they were fighting for Lillian's attention, uh, both Helen and Annie. And then it's like uh, Annie's going to befriend Helen for Lillian um, for like the second act. And then the third act is, you know, like let Helen plan the parties for Lillian and pretend to like it. And then I feel like the fourth one is, you know, the disruption happens where she quits and then they kind of just, it's almost like they disown each other for a little while so that Lillian and uh, can uh, almost replace uh, Annie with Helen and see how that goes, and then that doesn't work out. So then that's what forces the the climax because she can't go through with it without her best friend. Okay, but I mean, one of the one thing that seems to be a common, I mean, that seems common every single part of the story. Um, Money is a really big issue in terms of a a source of conflict. Are you talking about the the for the main character in terms of her like being? No, no, I'm talking about class. how it as yeah. as in how yeah. it affects oh. how it affects oh, the yeah. whole wedding planning. Yeah, yeah, it's like social climbing, right? There's there's um, Doug is the uh, Doug is the husband or the husband to be. I think, and then Doug's boss is Helen's. Uh, uh, no, that's not what I meant. I meant conf conflict. I mean, okay, so you've got. I think that's why you. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was say, yeah, and I mean, you think of money as a as obtaining. I mean, you've got vying for the bridesmaid's position. You've got the, um, yeah, it's, it's basically. Um, getting the well and the, the last part is you know buying tickets for the i mean you have a third part you know you've got buying tickets paris you've got the the you know you've got this um bride of dishonor who seems to just be so so obsessed with you know because she can't afford anything she ends up taking them to a cheap place um the the uh pricing of all of the bridesmaids outfits or you know conflict i don't know that that's but i mean it just seems every you know the father saying you know please get married yeah. you know it's costing me a bundle get married i mean you even have the comment at the end with you know i'm not paying for this and so there's an, there's an awful lot of things that are that are focused in that area um i mean I think certainly the antagonist, you know, is the antagonism is is um, that. Well, that's. I mean, again, we're looking for the source of conflict. You know, where does the conflict come from? And it's so much of it. You know, again, not only gain but also loss. Um, right. Yeah. With the goal, we're looking at who's who's pursuing. Right? Isn't that? And Annie's the seems like the pursuit character. Right. That's why I think this feels like a, you know, a little bit of a war for the, for her friend, for the friendship. 
Well, there is certainly a, that is absolutely part of it. Yes. Yeah. She loses that war, Brian, and the movie keeps going. Right. So no, she no, in the end she wins. The, the, right, she's but, the, right. But she loses that war halfway through. She's kicked out of the. She loses the maid of honor. She's kicked out of the wedding. Right. Um, and there, and yeah. things keep moving on. Well, she's she, so, no, that's, that's, that's just that's losing the battle. I don't know, yeah, but she doesn't try to get it back. She walks away. She's not she, pursuing. She ends up being the bride of honor. But does she pursue that? No, her mom has to come drag her out of bed at, at some point because she's not going to the yeah, wedding. I, 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 let's not argue. Let's not try to yeah. pursue. Let's not try following the pursuit character because I think that that's. I think yeah. if anybody, that's probably Helen. Once Helen is in, because. It does not seem like Annie jumped up and said, hey, can I be your maid of honor? You know, she's like assigned that and she she wants to, well, she'll fight for it, but she doesn't think of fighting for it until somebody else is already, until Helen steps up and says, I want this job, right? So she's more of a reaction or the, than a proaction kind of a character. Um, so I so and I and hmm. and, and I'm not you know since she's a main character she's gonna have all the traits anyway so it's just it's hard to say because we don't know where the uh, where the problem elements are anyway that was can just we, can we, can we rule, go ahead can we rule out some concerns like I feel like I don't see much understanding and gathering information in the story I I, I would say that's fine I don't I think. I think the two likely, so ones are doing and obtaining or how things are changing in the future. Again, one's going to be the benchmark. One's going to be probably. Yeah. And the other's going to be the, the concern. Um, and that would also have, you know, impulsive responses and innermost desires um, and then playing a role and changing one's nature. Um, so... And in the relationship, you could easily see both of those being pretty, pretty strong. Um, has everybody else on board with that direction we're going? Or we what's have, the what's the actual direction? Is it activity? Well, right now we're doing. Well, it's either activity doing or activity obtaining. One being a, a benchmark, and the other one being a, a concern. We haven't really picked one of the other. Well, there's there's no there's no thing. At the end, I, the way that I see this is like right. the money is the issue and it's what you can and cannot do because you have money. And yeah. there's no there's nothing they're trying to get at the end that resolves it. The wedding happens and that resolves it. That to me, it feels very much like a doing thing. This is all about going through the process of of getting a bride ready and then married. But isn't. Isn't the wedding all about getting married? I mean, I think that the starts with getting a ring and ends up getting a husband. Not for the bridesmaids, though, right? No, it's no. Again, it's for for the bridesmaids. Yeah, it's about getting. It's about you know getting uh, your your bridesmaids' dresses. It's about you know. Uh, so. So other than those those quick lines about the bride dad, 
I did not see a lot of conflict from arising out of in the OS arising out of getting money. So I didn't see Officer Rhodes concerned with getting money. I didn't see him. I did not see um, or attaining money. I didn't see. Um, That's uh, not about money. Well, well. So what are you what are you attaining, attaining when you're attaining. giving me this obtaining um, uh, as as the source okay. of conflict? Okay. Part of it there was who gets who gets to keep the who gets to be the bride of honor. That's one getting. That's the, like the first. Right. That's part. a status thing. You also. I mean, it's obtaining a situation. I, I understand what you're saying. Not yeah. a situation. No, it's, it's an achievement. It's a, no, it's it's an a achievement. title. It's yeah. a title. Yeah. yeah. That is. That's uh, that is. Also, in terms of for Annie, like her her lack of money is affects how the whole bridal thing goes for the first half, right? They get in a cheap place because she does she can't afford a more expensive one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, you know, they get into conflicts over which dresses to get because she can't afford an $800 bridesmaid. Remember, we're looking for where the conflict is. Just, I'm going to the... I think the conflict is really about what authentically the statuses really are. I think it's like, you know, who is really the the experienced best friend, who's really the experienced wedding planner, and who's trying to pretend to be the other one. And so I feel like that's a lot more doing than it is obtaining because they the truth of it is that like the conflict of it, I feel like, is that they already have what they what they actually need. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the when they're doing the um she's like so isn't Helen just like better at this than uh I think she's that, better that the at line? the wedding planning and then it's like yeah. you know if she had just said hey I want to hang out with you guys the entire time she could have like stuck you know and been like hey can I help you know help you plan this wedding if they weren't competing for the best friend role um right. that was never to be grabbed to begin with. It was always Annie's from the beginning till the end. It's just that Annie then was like, okay, I'll let you in now because I'm sorry I was an asshole, but also like you're welcome to be around. You're not such a bad apple after all. Like, okay, all right. Um, So, Jim, do you have any opinions on this? Like just light opinions, I I would have thought uh, the attaining future becoming subconscious because it's who has control over the the wedding and who gets to do what they want to do. And I would have thought it's probably attitude and approach just because of all the comedy. The only thing I would say about the doing stuff is it's like it's not like it's like a race and one person is. Uh, so I well while there is. One person's doing it better than the other. I'm not sure if that's where all the conflict's coming from, more so than like people trying to control it and that kind of stuff. Just seemed. Yeah, that was the one thing that that was actually the one one thing that to me seemed to be probably the most obvious element in this entire story form 
was down at the element level, which was control. Yeah. control. Which is what I, mean, I thought. Help and hinder. I thought help and hinder was the strongest thing for me. Pardon? I, think, I thought help and hinder was the only thing I could see in this movie. Um, in regards to her, like she's constantly hindering or help or, or unable to help. Right, but I think if you go over into over here, and you see control and uncontrolled with help and hinder. Yeah, no, I'm I completely agree with you. I'm just saying yeah. that that's what I received was the help and the hinder. Right. I mean, you, that's why I, I was thinking, I think, you know, the problem is, is uncontrolled. Now, it's, 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 one, one of these we... two of the problem of the solution yeah. with self-interest being the primary, you know, the source of conflict, you know, you'd have Annie trying, you know, it's in her self-interest, you know, she's looking in for her own good to be the bride's bride of honor and Helen's only looking at her self-interest for the bride of honor and, and, and these this fighting is over just like they're not really thinking about what's best for the, the bride. It's just like there's all these conflicts over that versus you know what's better for everyone else. But the control and uncontrolled seem to be the the factor. I mean they they talk about it a couple times explicitly, but you know her uncontrolled behavior um the uncontrolled bowels you know the, all those things really you know the, the the drinking and and she just becomes all sloppy drunk that's you know that causes all the that causes the conflict um more than anything else i mean i i see more like ending and unending like it's like her um especially if you look at like the main character too, like, you know, like the, all the stuff that ended in her, in her backstory. And then you have the, the um, unending um, romance that Rhodes is standing for. I mean, I think this whole uh, movie, I think this whole uh, movie is about, about restoring romance to, you know, to. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think the whole jewelry store thing is just, that's where it was strongest for me was the help vendor uncontrolled controlled. Yeah, she just you know, she's there to help people and she can't do it. She's just no, she's just yeah, right. She's just hindering about, everything, and you know, I mean, then she the, can't control herself. And what, what about, about, in, what in about the, the store, trip to Las Vegas? Well, wait in the in the store though, Johnny. The the you know, like show me your forever face. Like that's that's about love being unending. Yeah, but that's not a, her, that, that's not a personal that, that's not a personal yeah. thing for her. There's no conflict. Which, there, yeah, there wasn't any conflict. conflict. That was a that was a joke, actually. Yeah, that was a basically a one-line joke. You know, it's sort of it's the problem is she can't control joke. herself and yeah. she can't help she can't help the customers. That's, right. I mean, I mean I thought the still, whole change that she had. I thought the whole change that she had was that she started to believe in romance, which is like yeah. you know <laughs> this is for women. Yeah, but no, there's no there's no talking about happily ever after any type of unending thing. Unending never is an issue. You know, it's just not like, well, I, I want to get, I'm only going to get together with you if it, if it goes on forever, or I'm not going to get together because it's been on forever. That's something like that. Never even is, it's not even a topic of conversation. She literally, well, but she won't be with him. <laughs> she 
throws the entire relationship the morning after with Rhodes by saying, no, you're a man, you're gonna, you're just temporary. This is bullshit. I know who what you're gonna do That's and who you're gonna good. be because you're a man. It was yeah. super sexist and that but common. And then off she went. So it was like, no, this is temporary. Like she was upset. She was upset that she, it was temporary in her own mind, which wasn't true where he was coming from, where he was coming from was like, uh, I'm interested in you. Like I will actually, you know. I mean, the, author, the, the, the authors even refer to fight club in the, in the story, right? What? Huh? what? They refer to fight club in the story, which, you know, the, which is very similar to this story form that we're talking about, if not the same. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, like, they also show us Castaway. Because it's what? They show us Castaway. Castaway is it the same as Castaway? So, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that there's a lot of references besides, um, you know, a one line. Uh, I mean, it's just. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't understand your point. I mean, the thing is, is that if you look to, yeah. you look to what's going on with what's the source of conflict, is whether you're in the overall story or in your, in the main character, it it's a control issue. I mean, you have a problem of maybe, you know, there's what. Helen is trying to control things. Um, and in fact, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe control and control is, is maybe not the, let's see, I'm not sure if the problem I mean, is controlled or. It's, you know, Chris, I think my only real argument against what you're saying is that I don't feel like obtaining or future is particularly highlighted in the movie. No, I don't think so either. I think it's a comedy, so it's basically almost all going to be at the plot and yeah. the character level. Because underdoing, wisdom, skill, you know, enlightenment, these yeah, things yeah. don't seem to work. Experience, there's a little bit to me in sort of expectations and determination. Like, I can, I can kind of see that. But, like, once you sort of discard looking at the concern level, it really, to me jumps right into the stuff under obtaining and right i just think the problem with this argument is we're, we're focusing on the wrong yeah focusing right. on concerns is the problem as opposed to just and this is what you're doing jumping into I, the elements yeah, I, I had no no um sense of cons, um, concerns or that or variations or <clears throat> anything on this all i got was element stuff from this and right. just so for, look, look at the thing Look at the theme level, though. Why? Why are we skipping that? Like this? What well, about? No, that's uh, what he was just saying. If you look well, at the theme level, you know, yeah. attitude and approach, self-interest and morality. Yeah. That seems to, lot those seem sense. to pop up a lot. Oh, yeah. Pretty consistently no, 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 no. across the entire story. But yeah. I, I, I can agree. see why you say that, but the reason I picked doing, and I don't know if I'm doing this right, because getting lower and lower in the chart, I'm still learning, but. The, the skill and experience thing was all over the place with like getting married, status changes and all of that. And then the wisdom part about like who really belongs where and um, and about love, especially with Rhodes, I felt like that was there. 
And the I don't know about enlightenment. The enlightenment is is you know the the um I can't go through with this without my best friend. And mm. and my and the best friend, you know, waking up to the fact that you know she's going to be okay. I mean, that's that's the the moment of change is when she says, "I I know I'm going to be okay now." Yeah, but right. And then Who she, says and that's, that? That's in the climax. Annie says that to Annie to Helen or to, to Annie says that to Lily in the climax of the movie. So I mean, if we're gonna, we should be focused on what's going on in the in the climax, right? Well, okay, but if you're talking about an Annie thing, then your dad's still looking to Annie uh, domain, yeah. not in the. Not, I'm not, not talking about Annie. I'm talking about the protagonist. Um, I'm talking about the 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 two people. There's two people that are vying for um, a friendship spot, and Annie um, is the old the old friend, right? And Helen's the new one. Helen basically like steps out of the way. Uh, when they can't no. find Annie and admits and it admits, admits I, I defeat, don't right? think you're quite characterizing the story correctly. Can I not, not I'm not you, talking about the events, I'm just talking about the way the story is going. It's just um so to me the thing well, so much what, how, hold, hold on, hold on. Yes, yeah. Mike. Oh the thing that jumped out to me so much in this movie as I was watching it was how many so going back to when we like Jim kind of broke open the idea that there could be more than one relationship. Um, and you look at this movie and you go, there's, there's Annie and Helen, there's Megan and Annie, there's all these relationships really made this movie feel, that's what I noticed most in this movie, more so than other movies. And those relationships between all these characters really, really seem driven by commitment, responsibility, obligation, rationalization, like that's to me like a really, really strong part of this way more than knowledge, ability, desire, and thought in just how people related to each other and why they related to each other. So. And I think you also, you end up with the innermost desires is, is a lot closer to, you know, where, um, where he's pushing here. Yeah, yeah, where Rhodes is, and Rhodes is all about that, you know, it's sort of like, you know, follow your, you know, your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, your heart is in your baking. <laughs> you, need to, you need to be, be going there. Um, you know, and that's where you've got, you know, dream and hope and denial and closure. And, and in fact, in a great sort of accidental or purposeful subtext, right? Like she walks out on him because of baking, like they basically bind to those two things together in that scene. Right. Well, he said he basically prepares it so that she can move on and she's not ready for it. I mean, he knows exactly what she needs and he, and she's not ready. She's not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he, that's, you know, that's, that's why I think he, we see, him as a really strong influence on her to get back to, you know, her passion, her love of, uh, of baking. Her genius. Right. Her carrot cake. <laughs> um, and I think that's, that's why looking at the, the, looking at all of them, as opposed to just looking at any one, it's 
it feels a lot stronger. And with Annie, I think the problem is, is that she pretty much thinks that she doesn't have any future. There's no future with Ted or, yeah, that's his name. There's no, she doesn't have a future of her job. She doesn't have a future in her, you know, where she's living. It's just this, like, got this, or just a sense of a bleak future. There's just nothing there for her. And that's a, that's what's, that's trouble. That's what's troubling for her. You know, it's not so much how things are changing because it's already changed. When we, when we see her, she is one step out from being kicked out of her. She's behind on the rent. She's, you know, like on her last strike at work, her best friend is no longer going to be single, you know, and her, her boyfriend is not a boyfriend. He just is a, you know, part of my French, but he's just a fuck buddy, you know? And so she's already, that's, that isn't changing. It isn't getting worse. It's just, you know, she's already there. So there is no future. How is it not getting Except worse that, for her? Go ahead. No, go ahead, Nick. Uh, well, no, it does, it does slowly get worse, but I think that's more of a benchmark thing rather than her looking at that. I think that feels more like, more like we can see that as, okay, things, she was on her last, she's still working though, but now she lost her job. She's still in her apartment. Now she's out of the apartment. So you can see that as a, things are getting worse, but I don't think that's where, I don't think that's what defines her. I think that's more of a benchmark type of a, a, a part of the, the narrative. I mean, it's there in the story, but I don't think, but again, I don't think that's what's defining her. I think that's just letting us know where she is in, in, in the pressures that are being put, put on her. You know, because her, her, her mind, her future is not getting any better. Right, which means to me that she should be in present. I mean, she's not concerned about where things, if you're saying she's not concerned about where she's going, she's not concerned. No, about I didn't say she's not concerned about it. I'm just saying, I don't think she, I think she's, she's very concerned about it because she does. She's, you you she's have to read into that. Over. There is nowhere where she says, I'm, 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 I am trying to, I'm focusing on what will be. There's nowhere where she says that um, I'm trying to change or achieve a particular state of affairs down the line. All we actually really ever see her do is either react to how things are changing or um, uh, just try to get through it, which is the present. The present as far as just trying to get through it. Um, it seems to me that if you want to talk about the, as far as if Helen is, is our strong relationship, character i mean that the fight comes over playing a role all the conflict in the relationship in that conflict comes over playing a role being which exactly. type of bridesmaid be who's yep. doing what um in the airplane um there's the light comedy over the different the different uh, uh as far as relationships go um the conflict between the two women who are in first class, who have their different husbands, one who doesn't, uh, uh, who showers until he's, he, you know, uh, until he's tired so that he doesn't have sex with his wife. And, and the other one who uh, hasn't kissed his wife in five years and they end up having, uh, resolving their conflict a little bit by getting together, playing a role. Uh, what's the role of marriage? 
um, when I look at uh, um, when I look at Lillian, the conflict seems to come from she says, "I'm not going to be around you in the next in, for five minutes away. I'm not going to be." Um, uh, uh, basically, I, I'm not going to be available, and you're not going to be available for me. And 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 that change in their roles, that change in their relationship, as long as we're looking at other relationships, um, is what we actually see when we see Lillian get into the car. Yeah. And what's the at consequence going to be? Yeah. And what's the consequence going to be too? Right. What's the, what's the consequence if the antagonist wins? She gets to be the best friend, play the role. I don't think that's... No, that would be changing the nature of everything. That, would, that wouldn't be playing a role. I don't think it's about... This, this person's not actually... Um, be, she's not actually becoming the, the friend. She's just occupying the... the spot if she wins she's not getting it essentially she's getting it accidentally yeah, she concedes to to what is true. sorry yeah, she concedes to what is seems to be true the whole time at the end so it's not it's like okay this is where we didn't need to do all of this no the, I, point of, the point of this movie is that she's losing this best friendship not that she's just losing any best friend or like any friend right I mean, that's what makes it like, you know, that's what makes it such a big deal for the main character is that she's losing the, this friend more and more who was stable up until that point. Previous, I mean, it, I'll just, I'll stop. But. I will say I, I like self-interest and morality better than, than uh, 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 the other four under doing but I do think that we actually, France, I, I, I think we actually do see a fair amount of skill and experience conflict come up, yeah, but it yeah. seems to come up very much in the battle between, between Helen and, and, uh, and, 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 and uh, Annie. Um, but so not over it, the entire course of the story. It's only. Well, we see, we see it, we see it at, at the wedding dress shop. Where 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 you can't get in without without making all the appointments and 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 who's got the experience? Well, Helen does. Oh, it's you! Is that Helen? Come on in. Why don't you try all these dresses on? Familiarity. Yep. Um, I don't the, think that's uh, uh, okay. I would not qualify it that way, but okay, fine. So, but I mean, to me, I would say there. I, you know, can I get in? No. You can. You get in. Yes. There's and there's a conflict. That's a, sort of an obtaining thing. Can you get this? You can get it, but I can't. And every single time that there's a conflict between the two, it's like one does one does it with, that the other one can't. You know, um, uh, she she was imagining what the perfect. Uh, um, Party would be like, you know, French theme with an Eiffel Tower and a chocolate uh, fountain, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. But she doesn't have the means to do it. And then here, here along comes Helen, who basically steals her ideas. And, you know, and there's, and the conflict is I, I could never do this. She has the money, she can do this. And she's, you know, she's, 
Yeah, that feels much more, much more plot related than character. Right, and that's in the obtaining level. That's right. Chris, would you say that giving the ticket to France is obtaining? Absolutely. Is obtaining. Yes, absolutely. That's a that's a huge moment, and then it just turns into uncontrolled. Right. That's why that it was that scene because they talk about her being uncontrolled. I think at that point, I mean, it's it's like I think it's explicit. And right after that is given, she basically loses it. Yeah, and she just starts destroying everything. Uh, Annie starts destroying everything. And that was the scene that I, where I wasn't really thinking about story form prior to that at all. But then when that happened, it's like, wow, that's like <laughs> so specifically story related cause and effect. You know, it seemed to be really strong to me. Well, also, since we're talking about money being such a driver of problems, losing her job is is a major part of that. Like she's poor to begin with, but then she loses her job, which makes it even worse. Right. Not that's just very obtaining tied to plot. Right. But that's right. But that's, yeah, that's, again, also that's, that's a main character thing. This that's, is why when I was looking are, at that's it. That's how things are changing for her, right? Pardon? That's how things are changing for her when she loses her job. But know, again, I think I think or... only in so much as it's a benchmark, not a not a. So, um, so Brian, the problem with that argument, and 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 I'm very like the problem with that argument is all movies always get worse as they progress for the main character. Well, the same thing is true of obtaining. There's all the coupons that are clipped in the movie too, but like that's I mean like. Yeah, but if you go down to if you go, that's why it's important that you look below just obtaining, and we're we're talking about the. Well, about, I, I am looking below obtaining. I think she's in fantasy land, but like, I mean, we're if you want, let's talk about the issue level. But like, you know, like the the if you want to pitch an argument, then I can tell you if I buy it. If I pitch an argument, you can tell me if you buy it. But it's like, you know, that I think she's in fantasy land. I, I think don't think so. World, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't think. No, I don't think she's in fantasy but, land. I think the fact that the problem is is that she's. she's in, I mean, I agree. I think she's very so cognizant of the trouble she's but, in. Yeah, yeah, I think she's. It's she's not deluding herself. She knows no, this guy's never going to marry her, or what, and is not going <laughs> to treat her as a boy, a girlfriend. He's just using her for sex. She knows that. Yeah. So, so I totally I don't. I totally don't agree. Too. That's, she says that about Rose, and she's wrong. That's like saying that's like saying like oh um that's like saying there's no loser in Friends with Benefits. I mean like yeah I just there's no what that's like saying there's no loser in Friends with Benefits. It's it's like except for like, the like, fact like, that like, except like, for. No, except for the fact that we know exactly what she really thinks, because in the next scene, she has a conversation with her best friend about it. And her best friend basically tells her, you know, this is the, you're with him again. What are you, what are you doing? I mean, yeah. they, she even knows that, you know, it's against their rules to do this. And I mean, she knows it's a bad thing. And yeah. even, and when he, she calls him, and he shows yeah, up the, again. She knows not, that this is not. That's really not the fantasy, but that's not the fantasy. The the fantasy is is that is that she thinks it can't be any better than this. The fantasy no, is that no, she's no, no, no. Into it. I don't. I don't think that's correct. So we're just going to disagree. That's the problem with this, though. Is it's, it's like 
unless okay. I'm pitching something and you're like, okay, well, I'll listen to the argument or you'd same, same back. Like then it's, then, then we can go through the process. But if it's just like, we're just, you know. Okay. So that's I'm your pitch. In a circle, that, but that's it's your not, pitch. I don't think that's it's fine. Just, now let's get some, it's just me, well, though. hold on. I don't think it's just me though, which is the problem. Well, that's find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's actually, let's do a consensus. <laughs> okay. Um, so Johnny, you've been quiet. So uh, sort of. What, what? Where are you on? Where do you come down on all of this? Um, yeah, as I stated earlier, the, re the really only strong point for me was was her that quad for her. So I'm control, I'm uncontrolled there. help and hinder. Yeah, I'm in agreement that. Uh, so if we don't know which one is what, that that would make this is the issue. All right, which we haven't chosen which one is the problem or solution. And that means it's, this is going to be over in here with either self-interest or attitude, depending if we go with controlled, uncontrolled, or pursue help, help hinder. Right. Um, and if, if we go with the control or uncontrolled as the problem, which would be the problem? You think? I mean, we have, at, well, okay, since, that would be the only, oh no, that'd be okay. So we can go, we can either do the, the attitude, which is where we were talking about over in, um, but it seems, I think, you know, so is it an issue of conflict of over self-interest or attitude? Is there, or is either one, Jim was talking about attitude versus approach as opposed to self-interest versus morality. But I thought, I thought it was more hinder help, but I, I could go either way. Like I said, I wasn't like completely definite. I know it's one of those two. Yeah. So really, hinder maybe, being helping the problem or hinder being the problem. Help is I would, I would yeah. Isn't it the problem and then help is the so, yeah, I think she's yeah. always getting in her own getting in her own way and getting in other people's way. And so that's where you've got uh uncontrolled as the symptom and control being the response. Um hmm. so he's the white knight in this this case. He's gonna, you know, she's a big hinder character and he's gonna help her. That's what I was thinking, because I, I always look to see the crucial elements and so he seems more help than like an uncontrolled mm -hmm. okay. yeah he does he, he definitely, definitely tries to help i mean he puts the he goes out and buys all the baking stuff yeah now that's let's that looks pretty good um let's just see this all right and also the thing that brings the climax to its end right is they that helen asks for help right for, from right. Annie, and then Annie asked for help. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. As a solution, yeah. That, that's the, that's the solution, is they finally all help each other. Right. Right. Uh, that's the only thing in the movie that I saw. It's just that. <laughs> that was the help, Johnny. Just hinder help, and that's it. Honestly, and uncontrolled. But I had no idea about anything else, really. <laughs> Um, and we look at this with the overall story. So we have an issue of attitude, um, which is where I think 
you know, we were trying where we see a lot of the problems with Annie, with Helen, with um, the, I mean, actually a lot of the, the, the attitude versus approach, that's your conversation with the girls, the women, the girls, sorry, with mm-hmm. the women on the plane, you know, so it's like, they're talking about their, their husband's attitude towards sex and how they approach it. Um, and definitely you get the, you know, if we're going to go, I want to go to Las Vegas because I need to get me some, uh, balls in my face. That's met with a lot of, that's met with a lot of opposition to her, her idea to go to the lake house. Right. Mm -hmm. They literally Uh, speak out about it by calling each other. Well, Right. And, you know, conflict comes from opposing. And this, this is where Annie is like constantly on the opposed side. And everybody else is like, you know, Helen comes up with an idea and he's against it. Everybody else is for it. They'll, they'll support the idea of going to the trip. They also, um, the catalyst of approach. Uh, again, you know, the, I mean, let's go the let's go the cheap route. Let's have dinner at the cheap place, um, and that that uh, causes you know some problems later on. Then you've got the I didn't uh, I you know I'm gonna uh, my approach is just to show up at this really expensive place, and it's like no, that's that's not gonna get us in there. And so what are we gonna do now? And then uh, Helen's approach of oh, I'll just use my personal contacts. And so that creates conflict between those two. Um, Inhibitor of obligation, which would probably be the things that um, particularly uh, um, the bride feeling obligated to have her best friend uh be the bridesmaid you know suddenly that's uh, let's see it's that gonna be a inhibitor and of course we have the benchmark of doing what you were talking about you know um so how far did you want to go into this before we look at the other version I don't really, I, I really don't, I just, I, I don't feel strongly at all about the other version. That's the problem because I think right, we're all together in so many different ways. Okay, uh, so just, that's fine. So it's, so we're just not doing a consensus. I get it. Uh, I, I just wanted to volunteer one thing. Yeah. I see here the unique ability openness. For, How is uh, I see the main character story points. Where is that openness with the other? Um, the other. Where is the openness, or where? Right, is... open, unique ability, openness for main character. Oh. I, I just see that charm popping up throughout the film, where the women are open. You know. And even the um, to each other at key moments, just honest and open. And even the fire marshal, you know, ends up being 
a fire well, marshal. That well, do, do be aware that that's in the main character through line. Right, right. That's so, primarily, the, that's going to be Annie's um, openness as a unique ability, which, of course, for the most part, doesn't show up until the end. Um, okay, okay. It's just her that critical flaw of denial, I think, shows up like constantly, you know. Okay. Uh, I think that's some of that fantasy land stuff you might be. Yeah, I think so. I think that's where, you know, she's denying, oh, there's there's nothing wrong here. Nothing. Right. That, okay. that is stuff that looks like fantasy where she's sort of denying some basic realities and okay. undermines her. I, I just wanted to put out there that that openness is a is a solid thing mm-hmm. you know if that shows up in the other story form possibility or other places here i just noticed it in so many char- characters you know and their interactions i just thought i'd mention that. okay thank you it's like my my ba and drama kicked in all of a sudden you know here i am <laughs> character response <laughs> Um, does anything anything else jump out as a strong argument for this for anyone or I mean again if we're looking to see if this is a a, a good one well I, in the relationship story point um, if you look at Rhodes and Annie he is very much about please reconsider how you think about love and how you think about baking. And the solution is she is willing to consider it. The end is not them together. The end is I'm now going to give you, I'm now going to consider you. Mm, Okay. You know, and I'm now going to consider baking again is a little earlier. Um, I think that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the inhibitor of attitude works because that's what sort of breaks them apart is her bad attitude about stuff. Um, so I like, I like that for this relationship or I like the relationship storyline for this. Also, I think if you see the main character being driven by disbelief, I think he, I think he just doesn't, you know, he, he's really good at just not believing her. <laughs> you know, it's like, that's true. She keeps on saying X, Y, and Z. And he's like, just I don't I just don't believe that. Um, you know, and and his unique ability of closure, well, he certainly that that comes into effect in the last uh, last act um, mm-hmm. of you know being able to help her find the 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 bride. Um, you know, which allows her then to have that conversation with the bride, which allows her then to be very open and about what what's going on in her life and such. And that allows her then to everything to go back on track with the, with the wedding. Mm-hmm. So that sort of little cascade works pretty nicely. Critical flaw of preconception I'd say about the influence character, I'd say that it's the preconception of what, you know, it's not his preconception, it's preconception of being a cop. You know, he's constantly talking about that. 
<laughs> and, and it's like, just hey, sorry, can I just go back to why I think this might be obtaining and a concern? Oh, sure. Is the problem is Annie and Helen both want their way. The fight is always over their way. I want this dress. No, I want this dress. I want to do this kind of party versus this kind of party. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's just constant steps of trying to get their way, which leads to all the conflict. But not in the last act. The last act of the film shoot, they're not. How is that that happening in the last act? The last act is that they lose the bride. Yeah, it doesn't have to be consistent with every act. Right. So the obtaining well, is consistent, well, but the method of obtaining. So, method of, so what happens is that at the point, at the point where is that more the, at no, at the point where mm-hmm. Helen wins out and she gets her way, then having her way, she loses the bride. <laughs> but the only way that they can find her is if if they if she then you know um, if. Annie is then brought in, the, the real bridesmaid is brought in to locate her. And she can actually get things back on track. Yeah. But, so, okay, so. But that's yeah, so how is the thing. And how, and how is it measured? Like. I mean, how's it, you mean by the benchmark of doing? Uh, uh-huh. I think I think you see. I think the doing part is literally sort of the how successful the um, how successful their the the whole process of the wedding is, and and obviously it's getting better and better and better. The less Annie has to do with it, to the point where the wedding is like a totally like awesome job. Totally successful. Starting off really poorly when Annie was in charge, but ultimately when when Helen is fully in charge, except for the momentary problem of losing the bride, mm-hmm. uh, you know it all, all works out really well. So the doing actually, yeah. it's a happy ending. So it all works out. But what what's it, what is the positive? So you're saying that like. What are the positive? The positive, they have this phenomenal wedding. Everybody's there. Everybody's happy. They get. get, uh... I'm asking. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. So, like the the do the doing is the benchmark throughout the film. So, what's like the doing on the airplane that's the benchmark? For example, they're going on a they're going on their trip. It's the trip to Las Vegas. This is the the um the. Not, not the shower, the other, the, what do you call it? The bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. Isn't the doing just going through the step a bit? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Helen wins and then you met, how, how does it, how do they do it? Well, really right, poorly. right, exactly. I mean, the party. doing is, is the actual event. It's, but it's, there's the conflict, the conflict comes in over who's going to have control, who's going to control the, you know, who's going to own it, so to speak. You know, and and uh, again, I think money is a is a lot behind it. You know, from the very first time, the first party, you see this huge 
issue of of money with with uh, Annie coming in, who is the maid of honor in a crappy brown car that needs to be washed in a rather underwhelming outfit and walks into this ginormous mansion with all these people in you know gowns and black tie clearly out of her element um so you know from that very first moment we see that there's this disparity in how much each of them have and even her friend says you know and she's going oh yeah that He's, this one's got this, and I guess even now I do too. Even now I'm rich, you know. So it's kind of like Annie is the odd person out in terms of the the um, the amount of disposable income. So that's how doing that's how doing tells us how how close or how far along we are toward actually achieving that that goal of getting married. The only thing that I would say is that I'm a little concerned that this benchmark of doing seems to be almost exactly equivalent to the options, just the progression through options. Brian Williams, yeah. maybe they're gonna give him a, a better and, show. And is that, I mean, in that case, when you have a, a option that's a progression, then you could almost always have doing as your benchmark. That's right. Well, I don't understand that argument, Nick. I mean, they're doing these things, but I think the benchmark is not that they're doing them. It's how well they're doing them. Like on the plane, they're doing it really poorly. Like she can't sleep. I know it's a very main character too, but like mm -hmm. the plane lands in Wyoming because they do that so poorly. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's getting better and better. The dress fitting is done really, really poor. Like, you couldn't have a worse dress fitting than yeah, they have. Well, or it's the flip where you know the the doing is measured by whether or not they got the fitting done. No, it's not no. By whether or not they got the fitting done. Because well, that was that wasn't really an issue. So, so I mean well, they go so, they no, start that whole dread of fitting. Just it's just contradiction, right? So, well, Helen wants that particular dress, right? Mm -hmm. They go in, she sees it. That's the one she wants, and it ends with her saying, "Let's just take five of those." Where no one has actually decided on that. It's sort of a like the scene itself almost didn't have to happen for them mm -hmm. to end up with those dresses. That's why obtaining isn't really a measurement of it because it's like the, what we're watching is how poorly they do this. But but the conflict comes which from, would be the source of no the snow the con conflict comes from the obtaining which of these are we going to get that's the conflict not the process of obtaining and of doing of doing the um, shopping it's the which one are we going to get is where you get the conflict between the five different women they're wearing five different outfits. And, and the remember she comes in and says, well, you're going to need to pick one. <laughs> so it's, it's, it is about picking the one is, is the, is the thing that is important. I guess with regards to what Mike said about doing, yes. my question would be is 
I understood benchmarks to more or less be getting better or worse. Mm-hmm. This is this is an indication of how close we're getting towards the end and the resolution of the story. Right. So pretty more or less too. It doesn't matter. More or less, right? So if you're saying the doing is great at the end, then we should see a constant progression of things getting better and better. Or more and more. Well, what happens is a benchmark. No. So what happens is, is that there is, there is a degradation. The very first one is actually really good. You know, the party, um, the sort of the announcement party, right? That one would like, right. It, it has some tension with the dueling brides of honor, maids of honor, whatever. Um, best the dueling best friends, right? Um, and then you know, then it gets a little worse. They, it's not bad, but it gets a little worse when they go out to dinner because it's not the really nice place. But it's it seems to be good. And then they have the bridesmaids fitting, which doesn't go well at all. And then they have the um, the uh, the trip, which goes terribly. And then they actually have the um the the pre-party which ends in a disaster with uh the maid of honor blowing up and destroying everything and getting basically kicked out of the wedding party and then worst of all they have the the fitting which for what turns out to be the ugliest wedding dress which she looks like a huge loofah so, right. So, so I see the degradation there, and I guess I would say then, then the benchmarks stop being an issue before the climax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the benchmark is telling you how far along you're you're in. So, so the wedding has nothing to do one way or the other with the benchmark, other than saying if the wedding is the climax, we should have either degraded or accreted um, with regards to the benchmark by okay. that time. Right. So what happens is with the benchmark, it's telling you how you're going along. Now, that's different from where you end up. Just like you can have a relationship that's degrading that in, un, suddenly you know, ends up in a good place. Or it's going along great, but then falls apart. So you can have the ending endpoint isn't necessarily you know, part. It's not part of the benchmark. Right. And the benchmark has fulfilled its purpose before that point in time. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and and the the limit brings you up to the point of conflict, but not beyond. And the thing is, we're happening to talk about a limit in an action overall story, an activities overall story. So you're going to have activities. If it was a situation, it probably wouldn't be the same kind of thing. Or if it was a fixed attitude story, overall story, or a psychology overall story, and it was an option lock, they would not be activities. So I think you're confusing the doing with the domain of activity, the activity domain with regards to the limit. Okay. Or not. No, I I guess I wasn't wasn't sure where benchmarks stop. Yeah, yeah. Well, benchmarks basically just show, they indicate how things are going and there's not a as an explicit when you're storytelling it doesn't explicitly you don't there's no say place you have to say 
it is it should show at least once an act and once a signpost but um it could you can do it more than that you shouldn't do it less you can but you shouldn't so it's just another one of those you know um points okay um so you notice over in the static plot points, we have a cost of, of innermost desires and, a, and dividends of the future with the requirements of doing. So the doing is going to show up and basically you got to hear all these things you have to do. These are all these events that you have to do, which is, I think is what is, explains not only, I mean, that's, that's why we have so much doing in this thing. Um, because all every everything in order to get to the being the married has all these things you got to do these requirements right and just to be clear a benchmark doing and a requirements doing do not necessarily have to be sources of conflict they're just doing right okay yeah they're they're just how it's just how is it going to go about right Okay. You know, a really good forewarning of how things are changing is when um, Lily's on the bed at the end and she's like, oh, Helen came in and she took over and she drove the wedding this way. And now my dad, it's a disaster. And now my dad can't pay for it. Right. Right. It's like they just sum it all up very clearly for us in that couple of sentences. Right. That says, okay, we are, yeah, we're approaching disaster. Yeah. And, you know, the consequence of changing one's nature would be, I mean, you know, I would say going back to being single or something like that, or, or you know. Well, they're not going to be friends after this, right? Unless. Oh, 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 yeah, right. Right. Unless they, unless this gets a success ending, Annie and Helen are no longer going to be friends. I think that's the changing one's nature. And Annie and. Lily. Yes, sorry, Annie and Lily. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. But it's also going to be, you know, Helen will be no, no one's going to be a friend with Helen. I mean, there's mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of people are going to be really, really unhappy and and not want to be, not not want to be friends. Um. And I think the cost of innermost desires is basically this is all the, you know, this emotional pain that everybody's going through because of these conflicts. It's yeah. just sort of like, you know, this is... Yeah, Lily even says, get it all out, get it all out, right when she meets, right when she meets, when Annie meets Helen. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's really good. Let's just break, I'm going to save this, and then let's very quickly... Um, look at the, the, the alternative of, of version, just so we have an opportunity to, to do that. So this was an domain, it's correct, with the concern you were saying it was going to be of doing. And in that domain, um, where were you in your way of seeing things? Where, where did we have our um, um under enlightenment enlightenment yeah okay and then, um and then ending unending what is the problem and 
so the the problem of the problem of ending um uh that's a problem yep okay. let's select that all right so let's go back up to star engine all right um so you want to talk this through a little bit for us um well i mean i sorry i'm just uh, i'm upset so uh i don't know what i can right now but okay um, all right but well I'm, you know i'd love to hear what i'd love to hear what you i don't you see think. the problem is i don't see this i could i could talk it but i don't really i don't really see this yet for instance over here in the main character a test and trust issue i don't uh, it she certainly doesn't seem to have a trust issue because if she did, she certainly wouldn't be hanging out with uh, Ted. Um, I mean, there is openness in this. Oh, uh, it, it's not. Okay. Um, I don't think it's in this. Um, and in this one, it has the influence character having a critical flaw of fantasy. I don't see that at all. Um, so the fantasy part of it, um, I feel is pretty strong because it's, she has a fantasy, she, it's her- no, this it's is the influence character. The influence character, critical flaw of fantasy. Yeah, I understand you were talking okay. about fantasy for her, which I, I don't agree with, but, but that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. The critical flaw of fantasy, how would that show? This is the influence character's critical flaw. So this would be the quality that undermines his uh, Rhodes' ability to um, influence Annie. I, I have a question, um, Brian, if you don't mind. Um, when we see fantasy like this as a critical flaw, um, mm -hmm. And, and, and some other topics too, but because fantasy is something that's supposed to be believed as true, but is not true. Right. And, and in a sense, it's dramatic irony. Um, but when well, do we, as an audience, know which way it goes? Or do we ever know? Or do we have to know which no, way? You have, you have to know. This is, not a, this is not the appearance. This is actually what it is. Right. And so somewhere, somewhere, a fantasy, someone has to clue the audience in that a fan, it, it, that fantasy is fantasy. Well, let's just put it this way. For us as analysts, we understand it to be fantasy, not that it has the perception of fantasy. Okay. So, um, and, so and as a writer, I do I or do I not have to let my audience know that that I consider a fantasy, a fantasy. My, 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 well, my author's you, intent. But if you don't, if you don't show it, let your audience know it's a fantasy, then what is it? Right, okay. So I have to be explicit enough to, to, for it to show up as fantasy. Sure, just this is true of everything. Okay. You know, an activity is an activity. Uh, you know, uh, ending is ending, and it's not something else. Okay. I mean, you can you can you can mask it. You can choose not to show it at all. But if you if if you if it's supposed to be fantasy and you say it's reality, 
or fact, that's going to confuse people because it's not going to seem right. Okay. So that's, you know, that's an encoding issue. So I mean, it just means you either encode it accurately or you don't. And the more accurately you encode it, the more likely they'll be able to decode it. But that also doesn't necessarily mean it's the best, you know, audience experience, but that's a separate issue. Oh, come on, Chris. I, I, I give the best fantasies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. You go ahead. You are a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, oh, ouch. <laughs> um, the critical flaw for the influence character what's the meaning of that in for a steadfast character because critical flaw for influence character is the quality that undermines the influence character's unique ability and the influence character's unique ability is the quality that allows that helps the main the influence character have a an effect of being able to um change the main character you know, okay so make it so but for a steadfast character it may not come up very much right um it it can i mean it doesn't it there's it depends on how much you how how strongly your influence character is developed okay i mean for instance here we have you know so in the let's go over the static plot points. Another one that does not ring quite true to me are the requirements of learning. Um, you know, gathering information. This is this is about you know essentially performing a wedding and doing all the wedding events before the wedding itself. But there sure doesn't seem to be a whole lot of learning as that's a net that are necessary steps prior to that. And that alone to me would be one of those things that just doesn't didn't didn't really um, fit. And it's again, you see that as the benchmark. So the, the overall story benchmark of learning, I don't see that or gathering information, but you know, learning, I don't I don't see that as a a, um, a benchmark for their activities of doing. So that's why, for me, you know, getting to this point is one of the reasons why I wanted to look at it, because I couldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't see these things just by, you know, our mm -hmm. discussion. But those are the kinds of things that by looking at, it, I go, um, those don't read right to me. So there's something, yeah, something that's not quite working. And then, do, do you mind just changing this in one small way for a sec? So, sure. what, so if you free up whatever dynamic, I think it's probably the PS style, to the, the, so that the benchmark can be obtaining, because it seems like that's what we were, nope. and, you, and you can't make that choice. Nope, understanding or gathering information. Chris, can I posit something just quick, quickly? Sure. Going back to, I know we were, we were kind of struggling about the main character of future as a concern. Yes. Um, but is it, Perhaps I don't want to say better, but an alternate way of looking at it is the author is very concerned about this character's future, this prospective future. Yes. Um, not necessarily yeah. she has to not be concerned about it subjectively, but 
I think it's a more accurate way. If you change your ways, the future is very effing bleak for her. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I think that I think, that's, I think that's, that's, I mean, when you're looking at a story form, that is probably the most healthy way to look at a story form because it's the most accurate. Um, we it's, take hard, it's hard to do to that when you're analyzing years. a story because you're really trying to look for evidence to support that in the story itself. But that is a, that is a, a really good point because it really is what, that's what the story form means. Yeah. Not okay. what the, um, not what the process of getting to that story form, how you, that you won't necessarily see that that way. But yes, that's exactly, that would be a good interpretation of that. Could you say their interpretation over again? The, you can trust okay. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you go ahead. I don't remember what I said. Um, I said looking. We were we were struggling to find instances of her being concerned with her future, and I think that that was from a subjective point of view of Annie herself. Whereas, as the author, the future is of great concern. When I'm, this is my output. When I'm my thesis, I'm making, um, because if she doesn't change her ways, her future is very bleak. Her job is gone, her passion's gone, her no love interest, uh, best friend's going away. So I was just making that point that looking at it from the author's point of view, you see how the future is of uh, ultimate concern uh, to that character. Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So Chris, I would like to hear that applied in the IC line with the concern. Which version? Uh, Johnny's version. I, oh, I'm not no, sure I that mean, it applies which, which that version, way. Which version of yeah. the story form? Yeah. Oh, it That's doesn't matter. Point. You can use impulsive responses, what's here, or you can use, uh, what was the other one? Yeah. Um, uh, subconscious desire, innermost desires. The impulsive response. Well, the innermost desires one is basically saying, would be that the, from an author's point of view, the influence characters innermost desires are going to have a profound impact on the main character. Um, and that can be either the, the influence character's desires, their, their own held desires, or their desires regarding the main character. Either way works, because you're talking about the the influence character as a character is a perspective that represents um, it as a reflected alternative to that of the main character. So that's how uh, a concern would be seen of subconscious or, you know, in his case, he, you know, he sees as um, for like, yeah. I know yeah, that helps me a lot because it, it doesn't, it's, it's easier. Johnny's, choice of words is much easier to slip into for an MC. And, and, and I knew it wasn't going to apply the same way with the IC. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I wanted someone to tell me the better words for that. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. And thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and that's why if you're looking at it from the overall story and you just talked about, you know, it's always best to think of it in terms of the characters do this, the, the characters, not you know, Annie or Helen or Lily or Ted or any of those characters by name. So there's, there are definitely tricks to doing that, but when you do it, it's also really hard to then 
you have to, to get into, take it from the story and apply it because the story is, as you know, very subjective during our experience. And so we have to sort of translate that and trying to figure out what we think the author's intent was. And so in the OS concern, just trying my hand at this, the, the language would be something like the OS concern is, is what the author's concern is for this world in the story. No, no, mm. no. Because the author's concern that, that you're missing a, a, part, a part of the context. The OS concern is the, is the author's concern, the, author, the way the author sees the characters in the overall story concern, primary concern. So that's, it's, it's not the author's concern, it's the, the through lines, the, the, the through line is concerned with, mostly concerned with X. Okay, but that's not the way that we did it with the MC. No, because which is fine because that because yeah, that's, no, that's it's a, a different, different perspective, right? Right. right. Okay. You're concerned with an individual, not with they. Right. With what's them. the movie with the? What's the movie where they go across? We with the car or the bus that breaks down all the time because I feel like that. Was, oh yeah, um, yeah little, little, little Miss Sunshine. That one's really really good for. Um, uh, I think it's developing a plan, but it's really good because all. Um, we went into like a lot of detail on each character's uh, concern and how oh, right. the how they shared a concern, but they were all specifically different concerns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, again, I think this is probably, oh, let me just not, I did save it. So I'm not going to, no. Uh, See, it should be able to reopen that. Oh boy. Okay, well, I think that's, uh, I don't think we need to go back to that. I think, uh, I think that's about it. Um, that okay. was a tough one. I mean, it was tough. It was a, well, we went around and around, but I think it was, you know, good to do that. And I'm glad we actually went back and looked at your story form because we hadn't, from me, I wouldn't have known whether or not that was the right decision. Um, I next just, month, I go just, ahead. I just wanted to say, I still think it's like a fantasy, a uh, fairy tale. Because, oh, it is like a it is like a fairy tale. Yes. Because I can't think of any group of people, men or women, that <laughs> just one of those things happening wouldn't end the relationship completely, you know, instead oh. of. You know, yes, so that, not, that way I was thinking it was a fairy tale. Yes, it is a fantasia. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't, I think it, it's probably not any woman's fantasy. It might be their nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Most fairy tales have nightmare qualities, right? <laughs> Absolutely. When it's called reality. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you take that and apply it to reality and suddenly this doesn't seem to work the same way. Okay. Um, so thank you guys. Really appreciate it. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at 
www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.